You're listening to the Detox and Chill podcast with Megan Dillon and Beck Benyon. We're two millennial women in the corporate world juggling wellness and a fast-paced lifestyle. On this podcast, we're breaking down wellness into digestible episodes that fit into your weekly routine. We're on this journey with you, learning from wellness and lifestyle experts in their fields. From our lighthearted banter, what's the appropriate amount of time to go between shaving our legs? To getting deep about everyday struggles like hormones, societal norms, and gut health, we're your podcast besties. Disclaimer, no late night text needed to detox and chill. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, We're so excited to release this little episode with the two of us yes so this is something that we've been wanting to talk about for a while mm-hmm. and kind of been I mean it's a, a topic of conversation between the two of us quite often yeah um especially when we're deciding what guests to have on the podcast what brands that we want to work with um if there's something that we want to promote on the podcast mm-hmm. we definitely take all of these things that we're going to talk about into consideration. Um, And that is all about the wellness world. Yeah. So I feel like, um, you know, while the wellness world has been a way for us to grow and connect with you guys through the podcast, there are some inherent problems that both Mm -hmm. of us see in it. And just want to be really honest with how we view them and how we think through them whenever we're, to your point, thinking about guests and episode themes and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think um, kind of the major theme that we have taken away from the wellness space is that, like Meg said, it has been so great for us. We We love that people are talking about the things that they're talking about, but it lacks transparency and it lacks... Um, kind of the dirty laundry side of it. Um, yeah, I think it's really easy in this world to paint this perfect picture to show like certain supplements or certain things you're doing in your wellness routine um, to show them like completely transforming your life. And maybe that's the case, but I think it's important for all of us when we look at these posts on Instagram, um, you know, when we listen to certain guests on podcasts to just have a little bit of skepticism and kind Mm -hmm. of a questioning mindset. Um, Because at the end of the day, some of these things are paid promotions Mm -hmm. for certain brands. So I just think in the wellness world specifically where there are things that you're putting into your body, it can be problematic Mm -hmm. in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a big thing that we wanted to touch on, um, is just doing your research. So, um, I think as the wellness world has kind of blown up the last few years, there's been, you know, these products that come out all, you know, they I don't want to call out CBD, but just as an example, all these CBD products are coming out. It's like CBD lotion, CBD gummies, CBD whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And it seems like there's a new CBD product every single day. And so I feel like almost people are monopolizing on, you know, Mm. what an amazing plant it is, which is amazing. And I'm so glad we have these products. But at the same time, 
some things are made really fast and really cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're marketed as this really, you know, quality, bougie brand. And that might not always be the case. Yeah. So I feel like with that being said, do your research. Mm-hmm. I find that for me, when I research something that I'm going to purchase whether it is a wellness product, whether it's a fashion brand, whether it's something for our home. Like if I research it and understand who the company is, the ingredients that they're using and why they're using them, I feel so much better and more confident about my decision to purchase. Mm -hmm. And that might seem really basic, but I have totally on Instagram seen brands and they look super cool and have amazing marketing and purchased them and not been fully happy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And to that point, we've fallen into this trap as well mm-hmm. as, you know, seeing something on Instagram or seeing, you know, someone who we look up to using a certain product and we're like, yeah. oh my gosh, we have Need to it. have that. No. Need it immediately. <laughs> um, and I think it just takes a little bit of perspective or a little, you know, step back to say, okay, what mm-hmm. am I actually buying? What am I actually reading? Yeah. Um, and I think there are a couple people that re- do a really good job at kind of opening people's eyes to the wellness world. Um, Candace Peak, who we had on, yes. is really good at it. Yeah. Um, she's really good at the research part of it. And mm-hmm. I think she's really transparent with what she talks about on Instagram. Um, so I, I mean, I love seeing that kind of thing Mm -hmm. come out. And I, I think our goal with this episode is to kind of talk about that stuff and bring it to light as well. Yeah, totally. Because I don't think we can sit here, like I've seen, and to take a step back, this has kind of always been our purpose from the beginning. We both are in the corporate world. We don't have as many hours in the day I feel like as some wellness influencers Mm -hmm. do so what we decide to choose really has to work and Mm -hmm. I think it's easy to get wrapped up in these super long complex routines but at the end of the day you have to just find what works for Mm -hmm. you like I know for me there's maybe a handful like five products Mm -hmm. that I'll use every day or at least over the course of the week and that's what works really well for me and I find when I stray outside Mm -hmm. these select products that I know work that I've used for years that's when things don't work as well yeah and I yeah I feel the same way there are definitely some staple products that I use that I have been using for a long time um and then I feel like we've, we've also been able to find some really good products that I've been able to add into my routine. Mm. Um, and that's tart been... Tart Cherry. Yeah, Tart Cherry is one of them. Um, and so that's, I mean, we want to talk about the good things about the yeah. wellness space as well because there are some really good, I mean, there's been some really awesome, um, they're not inventions, but um, ideas yeah. that have come out of, you know, this... Um, all these probing questions, Mm -hmm. you know, how can I help my skin? How can I, you know, have more energy? How can I have more focus? Um, And I think those are the questions that we do need to be asking, um, but we just need to be careful as to where we're finding the answers. Mm -hmm. Totally. Um, And I feel like the other thing that I really want to make sure we touch on, which we've also talked a lot about, is we are not blind by any means to the fact that the wellness world is one of privilege. Mm -hmm. There is not a lot of diversity. And when I say diversity, I mean across race, honestly, gender. I feel like it is heavily female-dominated. Age, Mm -hmm. um, 
income level. Yep. And I think at some times that can be really, um, I don't think exhausting is the word, or but it's it kind of just drains you after a while. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to acknowledge that, that we're in a space of privilege that mm-hmm. we can even be having these conversations about how to stay well. Totally. Because at the end of the day, there's single moms, there's families who don't have enough income or disposable income to spend on certain products. So Mm -hmm. I think that's just something we want to be very transparent and clear about. Like we understand that Mm -hmm. we're coming from a place of privilege. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, the wellness world is privileged overall. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, most people can't afford to go to $30 spin classes every day. Um, even for people who are doing well, mm-hmm. it's it's not easy. And I mean, I feel like the social media world makes it seem like you have to do these things to be well, but you yeah. really don't. Um, and it's, I mean, it's a good reminder for us too. Um, and so I feel like the privilege is almost the biggest negative mm-hmm. effect that the wellness industry has on people. Because um, I, I just think about, you know, back when I was growing up and my family was fine, but I mean, we weren't the wealthiest people. Mm-hmm. And so extras were really hard. And, you know, I bought clothes at thrift stores and not to do like a woe is me. My childhood was awful because it wasn't, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think back and I'm like, we could have never afforded to do these right. things. Right. Um, so how are these wellness influencers or people in the wellness industry kind of pushing these things mm-hmm. on especially young teenage minds yeah but they feel like they need that in order to have com- some kind of status right right and I think it's also important to remember like some of these influencers aren't even reaching right these, um these people I, I feel and I don't want to make a blanket statement, but it feels like to me that wellness is pretty coastal, mm-hmm. West Coast, East Coast. And I think it's really important as an industry how we figure out how we can take some of the simple ideas that you can implement easily. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking hour-long meditations. We're not talking $30 spin classes, but just eating a little bit healthier, knowing that you know, frozen fruit will still give you great nutritional value. Mm -hmm. Kind of simple tips like that. I think it's really important that that's what we need to look for is how to disseminate that information into the rest of our Mm -hmm. country that may not be getting it. Right, right, exactly. And, you know, to the single moms who are just trying to keep their kids alive, you know, they may not be able to buy organic everything. And like you said, frozen fruit and vegetables are just as important. And, you know, getting your kids fed is just as important. So um, it's just making sure that wellness the wellness industry is working for you, not Mm -hmm. the other way around. You shouldn't be working for the wellness industry. And just accepting people where they're at, Mm -hmm. not judging. And I think that's a huge thing that, not even just in wellness, I think in everything we do, a lot of people have a specific opinion. And I think it's really important to not look down upon others Mm -hmm. for the decisions that they make. Yeah, And you don't even really need to know why they're making the decision that they're making. You do what's best for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's as simple as 
waking up and having a glass of water because it helps the digestive yes. system get me- yes. moving. Yes. Like those are the things I think that we need to be highlighting more because everyone can do that. Yeah. Like taking, and similar to you, I feel like growing up I played sports and that was, I never thought about exercising as no. this formal right. activity or even, you know, the first couple years out of college, just putting on my running shoes mm-hmm. and getting my movement in that way. I think just the simple tips mm-hmm. is what I really appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. And to that point, you know, if you take it a step further and, you know, look into health coaching and nutrition coaching and all of that, that industry has really blown up, which I think is awesome. Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, I've um, benefited from having a health coach and um, I think you have as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And and so I think there's some really great information out there and some really uplifting things that are, that are going on. But at the same time, the same thing, do your research. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of, you know, quote unquote health coaches, um, are almost self-appointed health coaches. Yes. Um, so it's important to find, and not just health coaches, any kind of coach that's out yeah. there because that whole industry has, has blown up, but just to make sure that they do have some, you know, formal training, a certificate. Mm-hmm. It's not just, oh, I lost 50 pounds myself, so now I'm going to help other people. Right, right. Um, I mean, it's great if you want to, you know, like help your friends out or like share some tips that have worked for you, but um, asking people to pay you for that mm-hmm. is maybe not very yeah. kosher. <laughs> I know. I feel like it gets it's into such this a weird thing. whole gray area where it's great that a lot of women are now able to enter the coaching space. But to your point, you just Mm -hmm. have to be like really discerning and not everyone has your best interests at heart, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. We've been very lucky to talk to many of the amazing coaches who do. Mm -hmm. Um, But you just have to be careful. And I think also before you make any drastic change in your life it's always smart to just chat with your doctor Mm -hmm. or your like pcp that you go see just to make sure that there's nothing like in your medical history Mm -hmm. that um you know would be a problem but Mm -hmm. it's just like you know doing your research yeah exactly and just doing what works for you and not you know judging yourself or judging others for what they do or don't do yeah um, I think it's interesting, so I'm curious to find out what your opinion on how wellness has, like, shaped relationships. How so? So, you know, like, people are meeting people at spin classes, which is great. Mm. People are meeting people out there, but mm. where does it go from, you know, somebody who's trying to, like, promote their business and have a relationship with you or someone yeah. who's actually genuine in mm. finding a friend? No, that's a really good point. I feel like I I feel like I haven't struggled with that, but I feel like how you I could totally see how you could, mm-hmm. especially like if you have someone who's paying attention to you and like sending you messages on Instagram or texting you and trying to get you involved. Mm-hmm. Um I it kind of feels like like have you ever gotten those MLM messages oh, yeah. on Facebook? Mm-hmm. I get them. I don't want to say all the time, but Mm -hmm. I've gotten so many and I am immediately like, no block, like I'm done. (laughs) But I feel like with a health coach, it gets kind of into a space where it's not this blatant attempt to Mm -hmm. try and get you to like sign up. Yeah. It feels more like 
friendly. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like, I mean, we've gotten messages on the podcast where it's like, I'm a health coach and I'd love to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. Um, And I appreciate the hustle. I think it's great. Um, But at the same time, when you're getting these messages multiple Mm -hmm. times a day, sometimes it can kind of cloud um, your judgment for other people who are actually formally trained. Yeah. Um, so I think that's an interesting aspect of it. I actually really, I think it has helped the um, kind of our generation of only looking at our phones and not having mm-hmm. real in-person relationships. Mm-hmm. I think the wellness industry has done a great job at having some mm-hmm. personal connection and um, meeting people in real life. I mean, yeah. if it wasn't for the wellness industry, I don't think we would have I know. Been, like we would have met. Yeah. Um, or at least, like, been able to do this. So I think it has really had a positive impact on that. But, yeah, I don't know. It's I interesting. Feel like, and I feel like there are a lot of wellness. But maybe not a lot. I feel like Boston is still, like, there's still some growth to be done. But there are a lot of wellness events where you can go and you can meet mm-hmm. very like-minded people. But I agree when it's like a sales pitch, mm-hmm. just my personality, I'm immediately yeah. kind of like yeah. suspicious. Right. And I've noticed too on like Facebook or groups like that, um, somebody will say, I have a UTI. Like what are some of your home mm-hmm. remedies? And immediately will be like, oh, I have like an oil for that or like I right. have a nine week program I know can talk you through whatever issue you're having so then at that point it's like okay well mm. who can I trust to mm-hmm. actually give me sound advice right and who's trying to just sell a product yeah and it's interesting too because I feel like before phones and technology you would have just gone to your community in person mm-hmm. so you would have gone to your group of friends maybe even your mom um like, hey, has this ever happened to you before? Like, mm-hmm. what would you recommend? And it was kind of like a closer-knit community. Right. And now we've just opened our world to literally thousands of mm-hmm. people who can weigh in yeah. and have an opinion. And no wonder it gets so overwhelming. Right. Because there's like 20 responses, right. some completely different, <laughs> yeah. and you're just like, what the hell do I do? Yeah. It's like, um, so I've been um, researching um, just different ways of eating recently and I was looking into keto and you get such mixed reviews. You get people who are like, oh my gosh, it was amazing. My skin cleared up. I had so much energy. I lost all this weight, blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. you see the other end of the spectrum where it's like, you know, I was so sick. I gained all this weight. It was not sustainable. So like, like, for that example, those are two extremes, but I feel like that's what it's like with every single thing in the wellness world. It's just people are different. Like, yeah. innately, people's chemicals are different, and so things aren't going to work for everybody. Yeah. But then you get stuck in, like, okay, well, you know, what if it doesn't work for me and I die? I know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Seriously, because it's stuff you're, like, putting in right. or on your right. body. I know. Um. Yeah, and I... I see that lack of people going to their medical doctor and saying, is this something that I should do or is this something I should consider? I mean, everybody who listens to this podcast knows that we've had some issues with doctors before. Totally. Um, But, I mean, where do you find that kind of, like, balance between, okay, these are licensed professionals? (laughs) 
quick pause for Dan coming Hi, home. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. <laughs> that was a loud creak. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. It's okay. Hello. Are you gonna go? <laughs> Are you gonna go? <laughs> um, Dan, do you have any problems with the wellness industry? Me? You? Oh, I don't know if I'm qualified to answer that question. <laughs> I don't know as much about it. <laughs> All right. Thanks. That's a great point, too. We aren't qualified. Right. So these are just our personal yeah. opinions. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everything we're saying right now is totally <laughs> our opinion, so take it with a grain of salt. Take it or leave it. Um, um, I feel like the point of this episode was just to, like, share with you what our thinking yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and kind of give you a little backstory on, you know, where we're coming from. And to your point earlier... We're working nine to five every day, super busy, mm-hmm. trying to fit in, you know, working out whenever we can, drinking yeah. water whenever we can. We are not the picture of health. I was going to say, <laughs> we are not always well. No. And like, I think that that's honestly realistic, healthy, mm-hmm. normal. It's normal to not be perfect mm-hmm. in all these regards. I just think it's important to find small tweaks that can help mm-hmm. you feel better and honestly I feel like we're doing the best we can yeah like I don't feel bad about missing a workout some days I mean I feel like I've definitely been through some mental health issues like we've talked about before with disordered eating and all of that but um with the wellness industry and with this podcast and just Mm -hmm. the growth that we've had over the last year or so Mm -hmm. um it's become kind of I don't know a lot less stressful than it was before. Yeah. Just, like, admitting that it's okay. Yeah. And I <laughs> was even to say, like, I'm so glad that you felt the same way I did about mm-hmm. this because I think it'd be really tough if one of us was very firm. Yeah. And feeling like the wellness industry is the be-all and end-all. Right, right. And it's definitely not. I mean, there's room to grow, and I am excited for... Um, I'm excited for where the wellness industry is going. Yeah. Um, But we just need to take a step back and, you know, poke holes in it a little bit. Yeah, and also (laughs) take the good pieces from Mm -hmm. it. So, like, we take the amazing events where we get to actually meet you and interact in person Mm -hmm. and kind of share our favorite products and brands in that way. And we take talking to our amazing guests and having an open mind and learning new things, but we don't need to take all this stuff that's kind right. of a downer yeah, exactly. <laughs> about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll keep this short and sweet. Um, yeah. But we want to know what you think. Yeah. Let's start this Yeah. Combo. What are your thoughts on the wellness industry? We'd love to hear. So join our secret Facebook group. We'll do a little um, like thread on mm-hmm. the wellness industry to get your opinions. Um, because I'm curious to find out what you think if you're in another part of the country mm-hmm. or another state. Um to find out what your perspective yeah. is and what it looks like to you. Yeah. You know what I just thought of? I feel like Goop and Gwyneth Paltrow mm. is the prime example of what we're talking about. Yes. Just like That's the so holier true. than now. Right, right. Preaching. And like I need this $150 eye cream yeah. or these $200 kegels because my vagina's <laughs> not tight enough. 
<laughs> or like a steam. Right. I need a vaginal steam for $500. Like, what? Come like, on. Let's be realistic. Like, can I use a steamer in my house? <laughs> can I use my clothing steamer? Is that? Is this safe? Okay. <laughs> we will talk about all of this and more in our yeah. secret Yeah, Facebook we definitely group. will. This is a, a conversation that we need to be having, that we need to be spreading out to other people. Yeah. Um, because I feel like the more people talk about it Mm -hmm. and question things, um, the, just the better it will become. Yeah. And if you disagree, tell us. Yeah. We'd love to hear other things we maybe didn't touch on. Yeah. Um, but we hope you have a great week. Yeah. We love you so much. It's going to be a great day. And don't do that thing with your clothing steamer. No, don't use the clothing (laughs) steamer. We are not doctors. (laughs) Do not do that. (laughs) Great. We love you guys. We love you. Bye. Bye.